Hey guys, what's up? It's Jake, and for my first podcast, I thought I would dedicate it to doing my top 10 films of 2011. Now, I know while I've already made my tribute video, I thought I could just talk a little about each film since I didn't get around to actually reviewing every single one. So, let's get started. Coming in at number 10 would be The Ides of March, starring George Clooney and Ryan Gosling. Now, I really enjoyed this movie. I saw it back when it came out, I think, in October. I don't really remember it that much because so many I've seen so many movies between then and now. But from what I do remember, I it was a very, very solid film, very good political thriller, and I really enjoyed it, and I recommend it a lot. Um, it got me interested on the topic, even though I really had no interest in it in the first place. And yeah, that was really good. Coming in at number 9 would be Super 8. This was J.J. Abrams' new film, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I'm in love with this film. I've seen it quite a few times, and I recommend it to anyone. I thought the kid actors were great. It really had a solid foundation and really showed a lot to the film and the industry on what modern-day filmmaking can be, even if it takes place in the 70s. Coming in at number 8 is The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. And I loved this movie. Um, one of the first movies I saw in 2011, well, I guess not really because it came out in March anyway, but I loved the movie. I really recommend it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Very good storyline. Very good plot. Um, kept its pacing. Little strange on the whole entertainment front with the climax and stuff, but other than that, I thought it was a very good film and a very fun time. Number seven, Fifty Fifty, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen. I loved, loved, loved this movie. I saw it twice in theaters. I think it is hilarious and emotional at the same time. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt gave the performance of his career. And so far, um, I think he's a fantastic actress and he's sure actor. And he sure has a long way to go after this. Coming in at number six is The Help, starring Viola Davis and Emma Stone. This movie came back about out back in August, and I was actually surprisingly hesitant to see it because I just thought it would be another kind of boring or irritating film, but it was phenomenal. I just got it on Blu-ray, and I've seen it all so many times. I just, it's such a great heartwarming film with such a great message, and I highly recommend you go see it if you haven't already. If you haven't, you're making a big mistake. So now we are getting into our top five. Now our top five kind of um, interchangeable, but I did pick the order for specific reasons, so I'll explain that as we go along. But starting with The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I saw this movie only about two weeks ago, but yet it still remains so strong with I loved it. I just thought it was so, such an amazing piece of filmmaking that you rarely see. Entertainment-wise, it was edge-of-your-seat thrilling, disturbing, scary, violent just what a hell of a ride. Uh, if you ever had to describe a movie as a roller coaster, then you would have to say The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Coming in at number four was The Descendants. Now, ever since I heard of this movie, um, I think it was at Sundance or is it some film festival, I knew I had to see it, not only because of Shineland Woodley, but um, mainly because of George Clooney. I saw him in Up in the Air, and he is just so phenomenal. He did such a great job in that movie. I couldn't wait to see him in another role like that. And that definitely shone through The Descendants. I cried the entire way through. I thought it was such a good movie, and I it definitely deserves to be in the top five. I was really nervous some people would forget about my next movie, which is number three, Source Code. This was a really, really good movie. It's the same eight minutes of a movie just playing over and over and over again, and yet I thought it was so entertaining and so gripping that you never wanted to miss another eight minutes. Like, you kept on thinking, oh my god, how many times are we going to see this? But then you don't really realize how 
how full circle it comes until the end, and I think that is a really good, has a really good plot, really good entertainment factor, and it's just a really fun time. So now we are getting into our top two, and these definitely are not interchangeable, even though I said the top five could be, but they have to stay this way for specific reasons. And number two would be Hugo. Believe it or not, and I'm very kind of shocked and disappointed, a lot of people don't know this, but Hugo was a book that came out about five years ago, and it is a phenomenal book, and it is very artistically done in a paralleled way that Martin Scorsese did through his direction. The Most of the book is all illustrations, so it's kind of like a comic book, but it still has a lot of story, a lot of text, but it's about 500 pages, and Martin Scorsese captured that. He captured the story and the artistic and flipped it into his medium of movie making and directing. And I think he did a phenomenal job. And when I was sitting in the movie, you never wanted it to end because you got so immersed literally in the 3D with this new new world. And you just you never wanted to leave. You fell in love with the characters and you just never wanted it to stop. Alright, so if most of you know me, then you would know that by now, if I haven't mentioned this movie already, it had to be coming. That leaves the number one spot, my favorite, favorite, favorite movie of 2011 was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. God damn, this was an amazing movie. I have seen every single movie a dozen times, read every single book a dozen times. I have all the collectibles, I have all the wands, and... Uh, special editions and posters and I just I'm in love with Harry Potter and what an amazing bang to go out with I could not be more happy with how the series ended and I'm really sad that it did have to end and I hope that it will live on for a very long time and that Harry Potter is never forgotten all right guys so on my first podcast of Jake's Real Deal that was my top 10 of 2011. 2012 is going to be an incredible year, and I am so excited to get started with that starting January 1st. I will keep you guys posted, whether through podcast, video, or blog post on my website. You can check that out at www.jakesrealdeal.com. Follow me at Twitter at Mr. Jake Lebo, or subscribe to my channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash jakesrealdeal. All right, guys, this has been a podcast. I hope to see you guys next week. Bye.